All right, now we're back. So yeah. I forgot to go ahead and hit go live from the YouTube channel. So I was like, why aren't we getting any interaction from our usual suspects? And that's the reason why. So this is The Acquired Taste, episode 45, take two. And we're going to be joined by the one and only Rudy Campos Jr., host of Sweep the League, who's standing in as our guest host today. And it's a Thursday. So, Rudy, we're getting near the end of the week. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm a little disappointed because I practiced that monologue for all night. And then you said, I forgot to go live on YouTube. I'm like, Oh, no, I got to redo this monologue. I'm not doing the monologue again. They can get the, the short version. Uh, I'm doing good, Joe. You doing all right, man? Because we got a lot to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. And we wasted like four minutes over here because my stupid ass forgot to go ahead and hit go live on YouTube. So oh. I apologize to everybody. They're like, they're probably saying, what happened? You know, we're not going to have a show today. No. We are going to have a show today. Yeah. My bad. And it's a lot. We're gonna, <laughs> it's a lot of football talk, a little bit of basketball, a little bit of baseball, a lot of football talk. Uh, what I was telling everybody was um, you, you, you brought up Britney Spears. We're going to have Britney Spears talk because apparently there's more to the whole Britney Spears stuff, too. Not only that, Blue Beetle. Yeah, man. We got some Blue first, Beetle talk. First uh, Mexican superhero since what? I said Speedy Gonzalez. No, since Machete, Vato. Since Machete. <laughs> machete. So can we consider Machete a um, uh, superhero? I guess so. He was representing the Raza, Danny Trejo, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, you so. could got to say he wasn't like a superhero, but he was a freaking badass, you know? Yeah. Well, we got Blue Beetle now. So we're going to have to compare Blue Beetle to a lot of our, our old superheroes from Mexican culture. Yeah. Hey, and shout out to my boy over here. Uh, he's a uh, one of the guys from the Countdown City Geeks. Yeah, yeah, he's been. Uh, he went over there and he watched the Blue Beetle too. So they do a podcast, you know, along with the Countdown City Geek Cast. It's called Star Wars Stuff. He says, "Hey guys," and then he did see the Blue Beetle. So I think he had said something about it. Yeah, there he goes. He says, "I love the Blue Beetle." Yeah. So there you go. I, and I've, I've seen nothing but really good reviews <laughs> from it. Daniel Castro was watching two shots. I yeah. know, bro. I'm sorry, yeah, man. I, I've, just comment in there. Give Joe a lot of shit today because he forgot to go on the uh, the YouTube page. I think Tim <laughs> yeah, Gonzalez. Yeah, give give all the shit there to Joe was. today. Give all the it, shit. Give it to me. Yeah, just lay it all in line. You want to call a number? Call the number if you know the number. I don't know. Joe's got it hooked up, but hey, do whatever you want. Bang on the be, Hey, speaking of that, man, we're gonna be doing some crazy things come Monday. We're gonna yeah. do a complete rebrand of the show. We're still gonna go ahead and be featured here on this YouTube channel that you all know and love. Yeah. But we're going to go ahead and go in uh, some different directions here, full disclosure. So on Monday, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be new beginnings, you know. So it's going to be a fun uh, fun ride. So stay tuned on Monday because we're going to have some new ways that you guys can interact with us. And one of those is going to be actually open this up, opening this forum up on Twitter Spaces. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, you said new beginnings. Reminded me of Kingpin, the movie. Oh, when she goes, Lord. hey, Roy, what do you think about New Beginnings? Like, isn't that the new, is that the new feminine hygiene spray? Or? Jesus, man. <laughs> there hey, will be New Beginnings next week. What King, the? Kingpin, man, is one of those movies that if it's on uh, TV, you gotta I'm going to watch it, dude, because that shit is funny as hell. Yeah, you got to, I guess if you were in Roy Munson's situation, Jeez, would you do that to pay <laughs> rent? Would you do that one horrible thing to pay <laughs> rent? You got to answer that, Joe. I need to know. Are you gonna? Are you gonna uh, to do to pay rent? Hey, man. Sometimes you do what you got to do, man. As long as you got a bottle of Jack or something, right next to the you know uh, the nightstand right there, sitting on the nightstand, you got to wash that out, dude. Uh, I don't even want to think about that. Yeah, you know man. what? Just kick me out. Evict me asap. I yeah, can't man. do nothing like that. We got, uh, we got a lot of stuff, man. We actually got entertainment news coming up at the end here. We've got Dallas Cowboys. I'm trying. I'm gonna try to, to steer the Titanic 
away from more icebergs when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know if you can with the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know Cowboys, if I can, bro. but we're going to try. We're going to try. <laughs> Mike McCarthy on the hot seat has a little bit to do with that as well. So we're getting to that. AP Top 25 poll. Last time I was here, it just came out. We didn't get to it. We're going to get to the AP Top 25 UTSA schedule. Talk a little bit about Frank Harris. Number 32 on the rankings coming in to this season. Too high, too low, just right. We'll get into some of that. And interesting course, with Frank Harris. That was interesting. That was very that interesting. Was. Is he the best quarterback in Texas? That makes that's a head scratcher, dude. And you know what? I think we're going to have that discussion of who are the best QBs in Texas. Yeah. As far as college football is concerned. I mean, I, I got one for the fans out there. So I want to definitely get with them here in a little bit when we talk Frank Harris and UTSA football. A little bit of baseball mention, a little bit of basketball mention as well, but we got a lot to get into. As like I said, entertainment news coming up at the end here. All right, look, what we're going to do is I wish we had the Titanic theme song, but you guys know it out there. So go ahead and just play it in your head. The Celine Dion. As we get to that, you know, as we get to that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to suggest one thing. Now, there's talk that Mike McCarthy, who's on the hot seat in my opinion, he is one. Oh, no doubt. He is one of the main coaches, if not the coach on the hot seat. And I'm talking this seat is hot. San Antonio, Texas at 5 o'clock, hot. I mean, no. it's burning. San Antonio, Texas, 5 o'clock, hot. Sitting on leather seats, bro. That's hot. That's in, hot. In assless chaps. In oh, man. And short shorts, dude. Rocky shorts. Okay, whatever. Rocky Garza Jr. shorts, man. Yeah, shout out to Rocky. <laughs> so basically, he's on the hottest of hot seats, for sure. There you go. I love that. Near, far, wherever you are. If you can call oh, in and Lord. sing that, that'd be awesome. So he's on the hot seat. But what I want to do is Mike's out there. I know he listens to the show. He's listening to us right now. Mike so McCarthy, yeah. Mike's listening. I'm going to say Mike. There's rumors that are saying you're going to bring a form of the West Coast offense into Dallas. He's kind of running yeah. before a little bit. And he's calling the shots, too. He's let's calling the let's shots. remember that. Now, if Mike brings in Green Bay McCarthy offense, Jeez, man. the Cowboys are shit. And they don't have no Aaron Rodgers. Let's be no, honest. No, they don't have Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, there's Dak Prescott's not Aaron Rodgers. But if he was to go back to the Niners years, Walsh and all that, where you see a West Coast offense, short routes, slants, curls. It makes perfect sense. Why do you, what was that? Wait, you mean the greatest quarterback of all he's time? He's talking, he's talking about uh, Frank Harris, about man. No, no, we're yeah, not talking no, not the yet, greatest. No, no. So not that part. But so going back to McCarthy and the Cowboys, the way to fix this offense and the way to get the Cowboys in position to be Legit Super Bowl contenders, in my opinion only, because I am the greatest coach not coaching in the NFL, is go to the West Coast offense, but go to the basic West Coast offense. You don't have Zeke Elliott no more. You don't have a ground and pound type of guy. You've got Tony Pollard and you've got, you know, the next big thing, which is, you know, five foot six, Deuce Vaughn. Those two guys are pass catching SOBs. Man, Deuce Vaughn, dude, the, he's he's like a little freaking freight train, bro. And the thing with that is that you can use him. So dumb down the Cowboys offense. Yeah. Short rant, short slant routes. Yeah, exactly, routes. dude. I think Deuce Vaughn is good for a couple yards, man. If you need that power to get three yards, two yards, one yard. He's he's capable of doing it. That's I your dude. I, I think I think you're gonna see him a lot more in the pass in the past game, and that's what McCarthy needs. Keep it simple. You don't yeah. want Dak going down, you know, 30-yard, 40-yard bombs. Now, 
the good thing about a West Coast offense, Joe, it confuses the absolute shit out of linebackers. Yeah. Because you have to put them in positions to guard your running backs. Now, we have hybrid linebackers. There's a lot of them out there. They're quick. But it gives you a chance to go downfield one-on-one with a C.D. Lamb from time to time. With yeah, a Brandon Cooks from time to time. But do you trust uh, Dak's arm? But that's the key. You're not trusting him to do it like 10 times a game. You're just trusting him to do it every now and then. Move the ball. No huddle offense. West Coast offense. Just move the ball. Yeah. You know, that's where I think this offense would be good. And the problem is, is if it doesn't work, who does it fall back on? Yeah. It, it, at one point, you're going to have to point the finger and say you're out. It's going to be McCarthy because Jerry's not yeah. going to cut that. El jefe. It's going to be El jefe McCarthy. Yeah. I mean, you don't. Kellen Moore's gone. And there's already, an, there's already a head coach in waiting in Dan Quinn. Yeah. So that's the reason why I say this is McCarthy's, you know, make or break season. Yeah, he's in the hot seat, man. And Dak, man, for the love of God, just stay in the pocket, bro. He's no, he's no Tony Romo. <laughs> When he starts getting on the run and trying to go ahead and, looks bad. and pass left or right, looks bad. It, it looks really bad, man. And it usually turns into a pick. Yeah. You know? So it's like, just slide. There's no, there's no shame in holding the ball, taking a loss as long as you get another down. You know, try to make it up then, but don't be stupid. You Now, know? I'm, I'm also worried about something here. Now, for Cowboy fans to, let's go on the other side of the ball here. They, they've got players on the defensive side. The secondary is good. I give them they they really upgraded the secondary. Of course, you got Michael Parsons. Now, in talking to people that have, you know, scouting reports on Michael Parsons, it's out there. And we saw it, you know, yesterday in the past couple of days. His attitude. Yeah. His make or break attitude. And when I say make or break, he's a very competitive player, but he's had a lot of problems, at, even at Penn State, with teammates. He just gets crazy, and he'll start throwing haymakers. Yeah, We saw that. Is that concern for Cowboy fans? I mean, you can tell me right now, it's just, you know, training camp and the heat of the moment. But when does he lose that cool, get thrown out of a game and get suspended because he's doing it in an actual NFL game? Yeah, man. It's And then look at what David Outwater says. Dak needs to take off and run. No, bro, he does not need to be running, man. I don't, if you see him run, he still doesn't seem to trust that ankle 100. No, you know, he kind of is a little ginger on it, dude. I don't know if that's ever going to feel right to him again, like as it once did before the injury, mm -hmm. you know, and the thing is when you got these big old 300 pound linemen coming at you, all you need is one to fall on that ankle, dude. And it's, that's all she wrote, you know? Yeah. So I, I that's why I say, keep them in the pocket, make the, the offense, as you're saying, dumb it down, make it simple, make it easy, you know, and put Dak in the position to, to get the most out of it. That's you know? the only way that you're going to keep your, that's the only way he's going to keep his job, to be honest. He's got to make it simple to where Dak Prescott can be successful. And <laughs> My guy, man, he says, yeah. if RG3 would simply slide, he would still be playing. Hey, no lies detected, dude. There's, no lies detected. There's nothing wrong with, you know, not getting those extra yards as a quarterback. Or taking a loss in the down, dude. I If mean, there's nobody open, it's, you're avoiding the pick. Just take the loss. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I mean, that's the thing. You got to dumb it down. You got to keep it simple for Dak. That's the best way, I think, for the Cowboys to right the ship and get further than what they've been able to. I mean, Dak Prescott is not – I'm going to piss people off again, but he's not elite. 
He's not an elite quarterback. He's not with Mahomes. He's not with Josh Allen. You know, he's not up there with a Herbert or a Burrow. You know, and you can you can argue Herbert because he hasn't done shit for the Chargers. But when it comes to quarterbacking skills, Herbert is way past Dak. So Dak has a bad year. Cowboys go to the playoffs, but they fall out. Is it time for McCarthy to go? If they don't go ahead and, let's say, go further, if they make the playoffs and they don't go further into the playoffs, further than just a wild card appearance, yeah, man, it's it's time. Jerry's got to call it. Just like, he, you know, he wants to play hardball with some of these other uh, players, Zach Martin, you know? He went ahead and just finally caved and said, you know what? Let's give you a, a raise, which, an amount, which amounted to about $8 million. Yeah. You know? He deserves it. You know, but the thing with McCarthy, you can't keep making excuses, especially if it's him and riding, you know, in the captain's chair, so to speak, this season. If he doesn't produce, it might be time to move on. And yeah. it might also be time to move on from your quarterback. And David made a good point. I like what he said. He says, if you cut Dak, who would you have start? This is why I hate Dak haters. And if it's coming towards me, I'm not a Dak hater. I, I'm just... I'm just telling it like it is. I'm keeping it real. Keeping it real. (laughs) You know what? I don't hate Dak. Dak fits a system out there, but just not the Cowboy system. Yeah. He fits a system. But if you go West Coast offense, what does that do? That that keeps it simple when it comes to passing routes. That does open up runs for your running backs because you're trying, you know, you're keeping the defense off balance. But what it does, too, is if you want Dak running, which he can run, he can scramble. It it gives them what they Bills give Josh Allen. Yeah. It gives them those running those running rooms, and that's what he needs. They they got to just keep it simple. Yeah. Hey, so, we got a we got a an ad read that yeah, we got go go to play read. right we're getting now. Too, we're getting deep into this. Here. And since we have Jeff watching it half it right now, money bags. Got to yeah. go ahead and go with my boy. Locked on Spurs is your daily Spurs podcast, hosted by Jeff Garcia. The lead Spurs writer for Ken's Five San Antonio. Jeff has a healthy plethora of guests all the time on the Locked On Spurs podcast. You can also follow Jeff on threads at Jeff G Ken's Five. You can also follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. So make sure you go ahead and give Jeff a follow not only on threads and Twitter, but also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash at Locked On Spurs. This is where you're going to be able to find the replay of the Locked On Spurs podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share. So make sure you go ahead and check out Jeff Garcia. And as we stated, you can go check him out on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. And also, I want to go ahead and play the little... uh, We'll do that another day. We'll wait for him to come out and we'll play his (laughs) intro. But definitely go and check out Locked On Spurs, your daily Spurs podcast. Yeah, as far as YouTube goes with Jeff, uh, search Locked On Spurs on YouTube. Smash that subscribe button. Uh, great stuff. I'm on there from time to time. Joe's on there from time to time. So you can definitely catch us on there. Uh, we got NBA schedule too. I'm going to get into that as well. Like I said, we got entertainment news coming up. Uh, we've also got some uh, college football, UTSA, Frank Harris quarterback. We're still talking Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Um, blowing up the Cowboys. I'm seeing that. I mean, again, you really, you don't want to blow up a good thing. I think Dallas has a good thing. It's just like the Rubik's cube, Joe. They got to put it together. Yeah, they do, man. They really got to put it together. And I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's quarterback play. Good thing is that they were able to get Martin back. So that was huge for them. 
Um, I think drafting needs to be a little bit better. They they had a lot better options than Smith when it came to the first round pick this year. Uh, there was a lot of guys out there they could have uh, done uh, instead of going with Smith, but they did what they did. You know, Jerry's going to Jerry. Who cares? But the thing is, is that with the Cowboys, it's got to be a simple problem, simple plan is all it is. And if they can't get it done, they're going to have to find someone to get it done. And that's the coaching staff. Jerry's yeah. not going to get rid of Dak as much as you want him to get rid of Dak. He's not going to get rid of Dak at all, like at all. So you're yeah. stuck with Dak until I believe he's got another year or two, a couple of years on that contract before it even makes a difference to where if you cut him and it you know, doesn't really hurt. But there's really no one to replace Dak unless you're going to go draft a quarterback next year, which I've been saying it for a while. Next year's quarterback class is pretty elite. It's got a lot of quarterbacks coming out. So keep that in mind, Cowboy fans. Hopefully McCarthy makes it simple for Dak Prescott to succeed. This is the MJ Acquired Taste Podcast. Rudy Campos Jr. in with Joe Garcia. And we have Locked On Spurs. Jeff Garcia making a mention that I'm on tomorrow's Locked On Spurs. I was I, I was a uh, I was getting a lot of shit for that episode. You're gonna see why tomorrow. Jeff was giving me a lot of shit for yeah. that. Episode and you know tomorrow. what? Let's go ahead and plug Jeff again, man. I'll go ahead and play the intro for Jeff. All right. So we got that. And also, let's go ahead and do the ad read again for Jeff, man. Locked on Spurs is your daily Spurs podcast hosted by Jeff Garcia, the lead Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Jeff has a healthy plethora of guests all the time on the Locked on Spurs podcast. You can also follow Jeff on threads at Jeff G Ken's 5 SA. You can also follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. So make sure you go ahead and give Jeff a follow, not only on threads and Twitter, but also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash at Locked on Spurs. This is where you're going to be able to find the replay of the Locked on Spurs podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe and share. There you go. Make sure you go ahead and check out our boy Jeff over at the Locked on Spurs podcast. I'm looking at the camera, Joe, and I... God, I do look a little thinner, don't I? Yeah, a I'm lot crazy. thinner. Holy cow. Hey, man, I went to Whataburger today, dude. Full disclosure, man, dropping uh, kids off at work and whatnot, you know. I got hungry, man, so I went to Whataburger, and at the same time, trying to eat better. So I picked me, instead of getting me my usual, you know, probably going to get like a What's the breakfast bowl or something. What's the go-to? I, I actually went ahead and picked up uh, a grilled chicken salad. I went and picked it up because I'm going to yeah. eat that later on for lunch. Nice. So now I got to put together the rowing machine that's been sitting in my front room here for the last couple of days. I haven't had time to put it together. I got to get my fat ass down here and work out probably early in the morning, eight o'clock, six o'clock. Yeah. And, and really put in about an hour really worth of work. You know, I got to get in that, that game shape, man, because I'm going to Disney World. Yeah, you we know, talking about that. You You're know, going to Disney World. I want to get on that ride of Pandora, bro. And that's not for the biggins. Uh, <laughs> can can we do a can we do a traditional kick in the balls here? I've never been to Disney World. Uh, I've it, never been. I'm going because my wife uh, basically finagled me, man. She uh, just right. sprung it on me all of a sudden. You know, she paid for it with Papa's credit card yeah. and said we're going. So I didn't have a I didn't have a choice in the matter. You know, <laughs> so it's like I'm being Shanghai. I don't know. I, I've never been to Disney World. I need to go to Disney World. 
I, I got to take my little girl and my wife wants to go. I've never been. Uh, we got some comments. Here's got some comments here before we move on here. No difference between Dak and Romo. Yeah, I mean, same player, basically. Same player. We can argue who's going to have the better career at the end. Uh, we've got in the NFL, you need an elite quarterback or an insanely great defense to compete for a Super Bowl. Cowboys have neither rebuild or it's just mediocre nine and eight to losing the wild card divisional round. Uh, yeah, I mean, Cowboys have a way better defense than they do offense for, in my opinion. But yeah, they don't have a lead in either one. Rudy Combs, big game in college football on September 3rd, LSU versus FSU on ABC. We'll get into some college football talk. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a really good one. We're going to definitely get into some college football talk. And as it mentioned, LSU and FSU. Hmm. FSU is number eight. LSU is number five when it comes to the AP poll. That's going to be a huge one. Huge one right there. I still am not. I, okay, so Jaden Daniels is a quarterback for LSU. I like FSU's defense. Jared Verse is probably the best defensive guy that's going to be coming out in the draft. Ooh, that's a big one. Give me a little bit of time to think on that because you've got a pretty good, you know, I love LSU. I like FSU, but if I had to go right now, FSU. FSU. I like FSU in that one right there. LSU is always on point with their defense, man. Yeah, but I, I really like FSU this year. Either way, I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring low affair. Um, No, I think it's going to be you mid. Think so? It's going to be mid. It's going to be mid right there. Mid-20s? Mid, eh, mid-30s, 20-30s maybe. I like it. Give me FSU. If we're asking about that game, give me FSU. I like the defense. I like what I like what they're working on in FSU FSU right now. But Jared Verse is a difference maker. I love Jared Verse. He's one that uh, Atlanta Falcons. I know y'all listen to this podcast because I'm on and I'm a huge Falcon fan. Y'all need to draft Jared Verse if you have the opportunity. That's that's the main big guy coming out for defense in my opinion next year. Going to the rankings, Georgia number one. Who gives a shit about Georgia? Only because Coach Geo, who's a friend of ours here. Is a massive Georgia fan, but here's the I thought the brother Georgia. was into was it Duke, man? No, well he's come on. You he's gonna only change a, allegiances. He's only a Duke fan because uh, he's a T-shirt fan. Tar Heel fan. And Tim Gonzalez mentioned Jordan Travis. He's Jordan Travis is going to be one of the other guys coming out in that quarterback class that I've called at and I've said a million times that quarterback class is going to be huge next year. So if you have a top pick in the first, second, even third round, you're going to get a pretty badass quarterback. So Jordan Travis is another one. That's why I'm taking FSU. I think the offense is just enough to get over LSU. But that defense for FSU with Jared versus anchor, anchoring it is definitely yeah. stout. And I love it. I'm going to show it, the graphic it, right now, man. I'm getting this right off of the, the NCAA's website itself. I, it's I'm the getting, AP poll. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to owe Christopher Lehab here. I mean, Dirty Birds a la madre. I know. I know. I know. I'm, it's terrible to be a, dirt, a Dirty Bird fan. It's always been terrible to be a Dirty Bird fan. Y'all never been the same since that Super Bowl fiasco, man. Yeah, I know. I, I, I wish I could cuss a lot more on the show. I try not to. So, but yeah, I, it sucks. But I got Tim Gonzalez giving me more shit here because Duke Blue Devils baby. That is terrible. That is terrible. Wait, I, Rudy said no one cares about Georgia. I don't give a shit about Georgia. I, I don't care. They're number one, but I don't I really don't think they're going to be number one at the end of the year. Hey, man, uh, Uka died, too. Was it last season? One of the dogs? Yeah, it was last year. Yeah. Bebo year. almost got him, but <laughs> it seems that Father Time caught up with the little <laughs> little rascal. <laughs> I think with Georgia, they've the recruiting class for Georgia is good. It's pretty damn good. 
but I just don't see them winning that national title this year. They're they lost a lot, man. They lost a lot. And if we're banking on who is it, Brock Bowers? Uh, that's not enough. I mean, they lost a lot. They lost a lot, Georgia. Georgia's number one. They have Michigan at number two, (laughs) man. They have Michigan number two. I love that. Bevo is only good for steaks. How do we not know that one of us has eaten a Bevo steak? Have we, dude, I mean, are we guaranteed that we've never eaten a Bevo steak? I don't know, man. That's That's, a good, that's a good question, dude. That's a pretty, because the older the cow, I guess the, the gamier, the, the meat, you know, you want a young, so, a young steer. So if Bebo so happens to move on to Valhalla, where does it, where does he go? Is it Roadhouse? Is it Saltgrass? Longhorn? We'll have to see, man. Which it has to be Longhorn, you would think, yeah. right? Since it'd be Longhorns. Longhorn Steakhouse. The official got steak to, man. of the Longhorns. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Hey, but you're looking over here at the, the school rankings, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you have Michigan at number two. I can see that. The hype behind J.J. McCarthy. Uh, yeah, I could see Corum, that. Blake Horam there. I mean, but, I can see that. But... What have they really done, though? They were good last year, Joe. They were up there last year. They were up there, and they're bringing—they're essentially bringing back, you know, the same team. They what they lost on some of the defensive side is—I mean, they replaced it. So, I, I fully expect Michigan to be top four this year. Georgia, I think, is the one that drops. And you think so? I think Georgia drops. Now, do they drop out of the top four? No, nah, no, I don't think so. I think they're still top four. Ohio State, it's the quarterback issue. You have the best receiving yeah. core in the game right now at Ohio State. So it's the quarterback issue. That's the one where I'm thinking, okay, they got the defense. They got a good, they got the defense there. They got the receiving core. It's the quarterback. I'm worried about the quarterback at Ohio State. Alabama's gonna Alabama. Nick Saban is pissed off because he's not number one right now. Yeah. So Bama's gonna be back. Bama used to be at the top of the charts, though. Always. Always. That's why, that's why Saban's pissed. You know? He's not there. Oh, but, yeah. But for good reason. His team isn't – it's not producing the way it was yeah. in past years. It's, so it's the good. talent, man. I'm going to give you a team here that I really think – and this is what's going to – this is what's – I have a feeling going to happen. Bama might get exposed this year. Oh, man. That won't be good for Nick Saban. He's on no. the hot seat, man. No. Saban's not on the Come hot on, seat. Bro. He's never on the hot seat. Did they, when you're when you're at a, a, a no. Ivy League school that you know you wanted to go ahead and produce, they know the the alumni. Mama only loves winners. No. I get that. You but know? Nick, Nick Saban has Nick Saban is you know he's as cool on that seat as George Gervin was on that ice block. I don't know, man. Yes, the alum no have, the alum that are going ahead and taking out that money it and throwing matter. it at the school. It doesn't. They matter. want they want they want winners, bro. It doesn't matter. He's Look at not. UT. I mean, UT has been awful. God awful. There's, and they, they're alum, man. They got some deep pockets, bro, and they want to win. I, I would almost say that if Nick Saban were to get fired this year, Joe, I, I'd do the most extreme thing ever. What? The only way he would get fired is if he had some kind of, you know, Britney Spears shit happen. No, He's right. got all the crazy and stuff He like got that. caught. He got he caught on video. Like that. <laughs> he ain't doing anything like that. I mean, there's nothing that Saban does like that. There's no yeah. way that guy is getting fired. As long as he stays all. away from the strip club, man, he'd be all right. As long as he stays away from James Harden. No, oh, his Lord, shit. Man. Yeah, same as mine. But let me give you one team here that is going to surprise people, I think. And I, I, I'm, I'm ready for it. Because in the second week, they host, or not they host, they're at number four, Bama. That is your, your fighting Texas Longhorns. Ugh. I, 
honestly, man, I'm not going to say Texas is back, but they're going to make some noise this year. They're going to make a lot of noise. They're going to go into SEC country and show why they belong in the SEC moving forward. And it starts in week two with Bama. I think Saban already understands, hey, last year we were fucked at Texas. We were going to lose that game. No doubt about it. Yeah, they were. They were going to lose that game. This year, it's going to happen. I think the Longhorns beat number four Bama. You think so? I really do. I think they're going to make, they're going to go into SEC country and they're going to show why they belong in the SEC. Look at man. We're going to have to make some side bets with, with Chris Leha, dude. All right, they well, ain't beating Bama. We can do Chris, I, I know Chris wants beer, so we'll do beer. We'll do beer bets. I don't care. I'm always good for beer bets. Not that I'm a, a drunk guy or anything, but I'm, I can, I'm always good for beer bets. He's, he's a weird uh, wager coming. So we got Tim Gonzalez here. He says, if S- FSU beats LSU and Clemson this year, they will be one of those teams in the college football playoffs. 100% agree with that. And you know what? Clemson this year, don't even worry about Clemson. They're, don't even worry about Clemson. I'm an ACC guy. Don't worry about Clemson. Holy shit, $500 starting bet with Chris Raleja. Bro, I don't even make that in a week. Case of beer, I'm down. <laughs> case of beer? I'll do case of beer. But you want to do $500 bet, I, I don't even make that in a week. That's like my boy, man, Spurnandez, dude. He's always making these outrageous bets with people, with, with the Twitter, right? Spurs Twitter. Yeah, I'm, I'm And some of it. these guys, once they lose the bet, crickets, dude. You never hear from them again, man. That's bullshit. Yeah. If you make a bet, be a man. Pay your bet. Pay your debt to it. I mean, whatever it is. I'll do... I'll go right now. I will take the Longhorns week two against Christopher Leha. If he wants to do the beer bet, we'll do a beer bet. I can't do $500, man. That's, I, I haven't seen $500 in like a couple of months. So I have to save up two weeks, two weeks worth of pay to get half of that. Yeah. So definitely it, we'll take it goes, that. it goes to the wife. Cause she's usually like my wife then. And they handle, <laughs> they handle the business affairs. They handle it. Well, that's funny. I, I handle the affair part. I just don't, I don't get the money part. That's the only thing. So, Chris, you realize how many cans of I have to recycle to get to five hundred dollars? I mean, that's a lot. Be hitting up every bar over there. Oh, every you know what? Bar. Just go across <laughs> the wall, dude. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of trash and cans and stuff from the vagrants. Well, what I might have to do is I might have to actually go behind the wall and ask those girls, <laughs> "Hey, so how does this prostitution thing work?" Oh my so god! So I got to make five hundred dollars <laughs> to pay this bet. I'm not worried about. I'm not <laughs> trying to do that. Hey yo. man, but Hell you no. need to for real, dude. You know what? This is going to be a good segue. We're going to go ahead and talk about MCS. Yeah, because you need that wall. There's you need a, that there's wall, a company bro. to build that wall. <laughs> MCS General Contracting, more than thirty years of combined experience in concrete placement. They are the best in the business. Honest pricing, high quality work. They get going on house foundations, driveways, concrete patio decks. If you want to extend the deck, extend the driveway. If you're a business and you need to put together a slab, a parking lot, or other concrete placement services or sidewalks, reach out to MCS General Contracting at 210-774-9155. They're confident in their skills, so give Chris Leha over at MCS General Contracting a call at 210-774-9155. And thank you for being a sponsor of this show. Yeah, so shout out to Christopher Leha, man, over at MCS General Contracting. Like he likes to say, they do have the hardest concrete in the business. Give them a call, 210-774-9155. They can build the biggest decks in yeah, the man. business. Everybody likes big decks, right? We'll go that way. <laughs> go that way. 
Shout out to Chris, man. Rudy Combos mm-hmm. thinking about OnlyFans. You know what? I if if I have to make these five hundred dollar bets, then I might have to do an OnlyFans. I'm not selling my feet. My feet, they're they're shit. Look at Jeff's chiming in, man. I saw 500 10 minutes ago. No, but a Jeff. No, it's not that Jeff for you. No, it's not that, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. Puro Picha Concrete Life Mud Gang. There you go, man. There you go. So yeah, OnlyFans for me. Yeah, I might, I might have to do that. So what was that comment before we move on? Name me your beer ready so I know what I'm not buying. As long as it's not Bud Light, bro, you're good. No, I, I'm actually dust, but you know what? Okay, so I started drinking Modelo. Uh, Modelo Michelada Lime and Salt. All right. That's been my go-to beer. And also, Soul has it too. But if I have to do regular beer, I mean, it's, you know, it's Dos Equis. That's what it is for me. I'm, okay. I'm a Dos Equis kind of guy. I'm a Dos Equis kind of guy on the beer and a, and what, a Tres Equis kind of guy on the internet. So that's definitely the way I'm, I'm rolling here. But hey, back on the whole thing, I think Texas does make that 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 surprise right there. I think they come into Bama. They do take that win. They should have had it last year. UTSA had some some votes for the rankings for the AP. They didn't get into the AP top 25, but they had some votes for it. Running down the list real quick before we get to the UTSA, bottom tier teams. I mean, you're looking at teams like Tennessee, Notre Dame. Tennessee, UTSA is going to see uh, Tennessee this season. TCU, man. TCU, that's fine with me. I'm good with Kansas State. I'm good with the rankings. And even with North Carolina at 21, I'm gonna just say I don't really, I don't really like that. I think they're actually not as good as advertised. As a Carolina Tar Heel fan, I'm saying that because you have Drake May. Drake May is the reason why you're number 21. That's it. I mean, other than that, I I, I don't see Mac Brown having a whole lot there. But hey, they're 21. They're 21. Then we go into UTSA. So with UTSA, it gets a little bit, you know. How can you say, Joe? It gets a little bit interesting. Yeah. They open up the season with Houston at Houston. Definitely a game that I feel they're going to win. Rice University. Yeah. They're definitely going to, definitely a game that they can win there. Obviously, Texas State. I mean, come on, Texas State. I mean, that's fighting armadillos back in the day, right? Or fighting whatever. Uh, no, that's, that's North, whatever that is. I don't remember that movie. Necessary Roughness. Shout out to Necessary Roughness. But 2 0, 3 0, because they go to Army. Then they get that test. They have to travel to Tennessee. Number 12, Tennessee. We saw the competition that they gave Texas last year in Texas. Do we see a repeat of that with Tennessee? Tennessee is a very mid team. And when I say mid, not a disrespectful team. They're ranked number 12 for a reason. they're, They're good, man. They're good. They're one of the best teams in the SEC. But what does this do for a fucking UTSA team to go in there and upset Tennessee? Puts them on the map, dude. Like, they're really going to get attention. It doesn't even put them on the map. It puts them in the damn conversation. And not of the top four. But it puts them in the conversation for one of those badass bowl games. Yeah, I think they've already started getting a lot of notoriety on the national level. And that's People what are starting takes. to pay attention. People have been so pissed off year after year because they're like, why don't you talk about UTSA? Why don't they get the love? Why don't they get that? It's the fucking Boise State effect. Boise State was romping everybody. Didn't get the respect. Didn't get the love. It took a few years for it to happen. Once Boise State started making the same, same type of wins, playing against better competition, 
then they started getting the love. Then you started to see them, you know, on the New Year's games and stuff like that. You know what? I'm looking at this list, and some of the interesting things to me is Oklahoma, dude. They're ranked lower than Texas, dude, at 20. I don't at 20. I think, I think they're ranked about right. I would I think in the poll that I went with uh for a couple of the podcasts that I do work with, I think I had them at 17, 18. So I had them a little bit higher than what they are. You think Texas is gonna hold steady or they're gonna fall out? I think Texas by the end of the year is probably within the top eight. You think top so? Seven. You really think so? Top seven, top eight. That's what I think going at the end of the year. So if you're looking at top eight, um, I really see maybe LSU falling. I, I think they're going to take some pretty pretty significant losses this year. USC is a tough one. It's a real tough one. Soon Duke will be the top 25. Oh, God, I hate, I'm getting the Duke love now. Jesus Christ. Why, there's no like Texas Tech in the top 25. Uh, Pour some out for Wesley Perkins, well, man. They're in the coaches poll. and the coaches poll, they're number 24. I know the AP takes precedence. But I mean, you got TCU on at number 17 and no Texas Tech love. I, I, I can't comment on Texas Tech. <laughs> I don't know. Guns up, guns out, whatever. Didn't matter. Only thing I know about guns is there's a bunch in my backyard. You know, thanks to everybody back there. Jeez. But, I mean, I have no issues with the rankings right now. I really don't. But I have zero issues. And Texas Tech is number 26, basically, if you're looking at it. So. No issues, whatever. I saw somebody say Carolina, North Carolina is going to lose to South Carolina. That was Tim. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, Spencer Rattler, and actually Spencer Rattler is, is going to be a Heisman candidate this year. No doubt about it. Tennessee versus UTSA is versus UTSA is interesting. It's yeah. very interesting. Now, I'm glad David brought it up because that's what I'm saying. David, it's the fact that you saw what UTSA did when they went into Texas. And they gave him a game up until the end. This is a, a little bit more mature team for UTSA. Tennessee did lose a lot, some players. Jalen Hyatt, Hendon Hooker's gone. They have replacements still. But is it a transition for Tennessee this season? If it is, UTSA can keep them, you know, on their, on their heels. But again, what does it do for a UTSA team to beat Tennessee, a number 12 ranked Tennessee, considering that they're ranked number 12 at that time? They could be higher. They could be lower. But then if you look at the rest of the schedule, Joe, Temple, UAB is a tough matchup. They don't really, in my opinion, see a tough matchup after UAB until Tulane, the end of the year. Yeah. Potentially what? That's 12 games total. If they were to lose to Tennessee, can you see 11-1, and 10-2? That's got to put them in the talks. That's got to put them in the talks. If they beat Tennessee, that has to just catapult them to the talks. Yeah. And we also got to go ahead and do a quick pause here because we got to do a read. Go for it. For the beautiful Serenity Manor. Serenity Manor is an events venue located at 14405 Old Bandera Road across from Flores Country Store. Set in a historic building that is over 100 years old. You can have a baby shower, bridal showers, quinceañeras, sweet 16s, corporate events, weddings there's an indoor and outdoor venue with the dance floor and the sand volleyball court out in the back set under the shade of the trees and there is beautiful lighting in the evenings serenity manor is a very beautiful place that is very family oriented and they have rotating thursday nights they have karaoke and game nights they also have a bar that serves beer wine and margaritas so after a concert at floors country store you can go over 
diagonal across the street, Patty Corner, grab a beer, get away from the crowd, and check out the beautiful Serenity Manor. Yeah, and they're also going to have market day. So it's going to be your last opportunity here coming up here to go ahead and register. You know, if you want to go ahead and get into that market, the open market that they have that's taking place on Saturday and Sunday, it's on August the 18th through the 20th. You can go ahead and message the owner and right here on their website as well. You can go ahead and sign up to go ahead and join the market days. And vendors can sell their products at a market event uh, that Serenity, Serenity Manor host. And this Saturday, they will be allowing vendors to stay as late as 7.30 p.m. And that's because they're going to have a concert. Concert goers are going to be across the street. They have a Randy Rogers concert over at Flores Country Store. So there will be a good crowd coming out in that evening. The bar will be open until midnight. So if you want to get away from the crowd, you know, you still want to get a, a drink or so. Don't want to have to drive so far to go to a bar. Go to Serenity Manor. Go ahead and get you a beer. Get you a wine for the wife or girlfriend. Have you a, a good night, little nightcap there? You know, me said girlfriend. Don't I got nothing like that, Joe. <laughs> I got nothing like that. A straight up wife. I yeah. got I got the ring. I got the so, ring to prove it. Shout out to Serenity Manor again. They're located at fourteen four zero five Old Bandera Road in Helotus, Texas seven eight two zero three. Yeah, shout out Serenity Manor. I mean, you know, it's I got to get back into it, man. Number thirty two. I was gonna say number thirty two. Number thirty two is Frank Harris on the rankings going into this college football season. Too high, too low. Oh man, that was a, a, an interesting article that I saw. Just you know, just kind of scrolling through Twitter looking for topics, and I kind of talked to you about it a little bit. And I said, "This was interesting to me." Uh, it was an article I saw on Twitter from Ken's Five San Antonio. So I'm gonna go ahead and click on it here. Hopefully, they don't have the ads that play. I hate those. Well, anyway, it says, "Is Frank Harris the best college football player in Texas?" ESPN thinks so. So it brought up a. An interesting question to me, like, who are the best quarterbacks here in Texas when it comes to college football? So you got Quinn Ewers at Texas. You're going to have to help me out here because I haven't really gotten a whole lot of creepy talk here with Texas other than Frank Harris and Quinn Ewers. Um, I mean, if you're just talking about those two guys for right now, Man, dude, that's tough. Frank Harris is is really a good quarterback. You know, he's going to be in his last year here with UTSA. And, you know, he's he's still able to play at such a high level, even with all the injuries that he sustained throughout his career. You know, even with him, they did a an article. They had articles in the newspaper, and they also had him on, I guess, the several of the media outlets here and also on TV. And he was just talking about, you know, his injuries and he had another surgery and then he got infection and yeah. he's still going to come back and play again uh, another season with UTSA. I mean, this guy just, you can't say enough good things about him. Despite all the setbacks, he still manages to go out there and play at a high level. And I mean, you can't say enough good things about Frank Harris. To me, I think he's arguably probably the best quarterback here in the state of Texas when it comes to college football. So since you've given me a little bit of time here to think about it and process it, yeah, I would say Frank Harris is the best QB in Texas. Yeah. Haven't really been sold too much on Quinn Ewers just yet, but we're going to see it this year. Now, you're talking about draft-wise? Uh, he's not going to probably be drafted yeah. as a QB when it comes to the draft. 
I think he has a lot of variables against him, you know, and some of that is going to have to do with the mileage, you know, and the injuries mm. that he sustained. I think that somewhat, that somewhat. would make some teams kind of pause and really look at him. But if he wanted to go ahead and get drafted and put his name in the hat, I think maybe somebody would go ahead and pick him up. I don't know if they would. he would go undrafted and then they would pick him up or mm. somebody maybe giving him a chance, maybe on a second string or something, you know. I see Frank probably having to play more special teams, maybe running back. Uh, in the NFL, quarterback-wise, I'm not going to say never, but, I mean, it's possible. You could see him. There was one thing that said about Tennessee. Upset, the only way they would upset – or UTSA would upset Tennessee is by Tennessee making a silly mistake. That's true, but all I got to say is, remember, Appalachian State, Michigan. You've seen big upsets before, and they just happen out of the blue. To say that it could not happen, I, it, you can't say that. And there's a question there. Locked on Spurs, that's Jeff Garcia. What is going to happen to the Alamo Bowl because of all the conference changes? And that's one thing that me and Rudy kind of talked about. It's a big question mark right now. Who are you going to get? Well, I mean, you're still sticking with the Big 12. I mean, until they, until they, you know, just dismantle. And then not only that, you also have to get the Pac-12 uh, Pac as well. So... I think um, you're going to still keep it. You're just not going to get a Texas. You're not going to get, you know, any of the Big 12. Like, OU's gone. Then you got Pac-12. You've you've had teams contacted in the Pac-12. I think Oregon was one of them. They want them to move to the Big 10, which is it's dumb. I don't know why you want to go from West Coast to East Coast to play all your damn games. You don't know. I don't know why you want East Coast to go to the West Coast to play your games. It makes no sense like at all, but. The, the Alamo Bowl will be fine. Uh, you're still going to have those teams in there. You know, you can still bring in a Texas Tech, a TCU, those types of teams probably against, a, you know, could be Oregon if they stay Pac-12, something like that. So I really think that the Alamo Bowl is fine. If the Alamo needs to make a change, then they probably will. What I want to see is this, Joe. If we're talking UTSA and you still have the Big 12 there, they got to make that jump. Yeah, AAC is good. It's fine. But you want to talk, you know, let me let my nuts hang. Go to one of these power conferences. I think heading into the Big 12, playing against the likes of Tech, you know, and all those teams, that's beneficial for them. Yeah. That's what's – and you have the coach for it. You already have the coach. Yeah. So before we start going ahead and transitioning here and getting into entertainment news, yeah. let's go ahead and hear another word from one of our sponsors. JPAR Real Estate has been a proud sponsor of ours since day one. Check out Cynthia J. Sanchez. Her reviews can't be wrong because all of the people that she sells homes to, they give her five stars and say that she is prompt, that she is understanding, that she communicates well, that she calls back, that she answers questions correctly. And yes, they say that she is good at what she does. If you are in the market to buy a home, sell a home, whether it be a rental property, primary residence, or Airbnb, reach out to Cynthia J. Sanchez from JPAR Real Estate. Her number is 210-273-0748. She has 16 years of experience in real estate and is a former claims adjuster with USAA. So she knows what she's looking for when she's showing you those pre-owned homes. Give Cynthia J. Sanchez a call at 210-273-0748 for all your real estate needs. Yeah, so definitely make sure you go and give Cynthia J. Sanchez of JPAR Real Estate a call if you're in the market to go ahead and either get a rental property or looking for a new home. She's your girl. 
Call her at 210-273-0748. Before I go to entertainment, Joe, I, if I offered you $5 million Jeez. to never watch the Spurs again, could you do it? No, man. I could. It's in my blood, bro. I, I would say, no, you can keep your five mil. I I'll just, be poor, man. I just got asked right now from a friend of mine. Uh, shout out to uh, the mock draft guy. He texted me. He's like, man, if I offered you $5 million to never watch your favorite team again, could you do it? Jeez. Uh, Not for five mil, man. You have to. The asking price is quite you know high. What? I'm so much of an asshole that I could do it. I could probably do it. I'll just pick another damn thing. Uh, David Outwater, should we talk Archie Manny? That I really wanted to get into Archie talk. I so wanted to get into Archie talk because I posed the question. I was going to pose, you know what? Hit me up on Twitter at Sweep the League um, or wherever you want to catch me at. Rudy Compost Jr. on Facebook, wherever. Hit up Joe at Two Shots Podcast. Archie Manning coming in. I, I had a debate with the whole Frank Harris thing. Is Arch Manning that next guy? And how long will he be at Texas? We have no idea at this point. I got told, I got told, and I got said, you know what? Arch Manning is redshirting to Texas, obviously. But when he comes back, he's one year and he's done. He's gone. He's going to go to another school. He's going to transfer? Yeah, he's going to hit that portal. But the transfer portal is not what it used to be before the COVID. You know, now after. Well, Texas is going to have to pay up. Yeah, man. They're so... going to have to really pony up some money to keep him there. Because I guarantee you, a lot of these other teams may start poaching him. Yeah, because what the COVID rules were, you could go ahead and, and transfer and you didn't have to wait. Yeah. You know, now the rules have gone back. They've yeah. defaulted to what they were prior to COVID. Yeah. Frank Harris puts ketchup on a steak. Is that such a bad thing? I don't know, bro. That's like, I don't know, putting jelly on your freaking eggs, dude. Like, who does that? And that's like putting Britney Spears all over my oh, damn timeline, Joe. What Britney Spears shit do you have for me this time? Uh, we have to go ahead and play the entertainment news little jingle that right, I have. Give me here. the entertainment news. So, Britney Spears news, man. We're always talking about Britney Spears on this show, it seems like, for some reason or another. So, we got news over here saying that Britney Spears and her now uh, maybe future estranged husband, Sam Ashari, is their report, he's reportedly threatening to release extraordinarily embarrassing information about Britney Spears if the prenup is not renegotiated. Because reportedly, the couple is going to be heading to divorce. I'm like, we've seen all the embarrassing videos of Britney already dancing in front of her dog and whatnot. Like, what else can you what can you say about her, man? Like at this point, and and I mean, we knew something was up because she, I mean, she just wasn't looking right, dude. So th there's something going on here, you know. But him actually trying to like, I guess, blackmail her in a way that that's a bad look. Well, I man. think you said what extorting? It's extortion. It's, like it's a bad look either way, man. Like, why would you want to do that to somebody? I don't know. For money? I'm I, like... I mean, I, the whole Britney thing is crazy. It's crazy. She's She was popular back in, what, 97 when she came out. She had a little bit of hit, you know, after that. And then she was nobody until the whole Victor thing. Unless you were a Britney stan and you were 
following Instagram and all that. You know what? And funny Joe, I've, I've follow her on Instagram. I don't know why. I just you look at my Brittany? Instagram. I I think I do actually. That's kind of crazy because I was like, when the fuck am I following Britney Spears? Maybe you just like watching the craziness. I you think know? so. I think there was a day where I saw her dancing on Instagram, and I'm like, Jeez, what the was going on here, Britney? Holy cow! I know, I know, you know, the shit sags horribly, but I mean, I felt sorry for the dog, man. He saw that dog's saw face. That dog. He was like, he wanted out. But was he enjoying it though? He had that look that he was. No, man, it. that dog was like looking at the camera sideways like somebody help me man get me out of here you know what you don't want to get out of and that's watching the blue beetle oh no bro the blue beetle apparently is probably going to be that next big time superhero it's the equivalent of the black panther for the rasa you know and my friends over at countdown city geek cast they went ahead and they saw it they saw the 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 the, the screener that came out the other day they were over there at the Arneson River Theater downtown yeah. San Antonio, and they were part of that big old event that was going on. So they actually really liked it. Oh, the timer's up. Sorry, guys. We got a couple minutes. We're going to go a couple more minutes because we, we ran late today. Yeah. Well, anyway, the they saw it, and they really liked it. They said it was yeah. a really good film. I've heard some mixed you know, reviews from other outlets here in San Antonio, but nonetheless, I think the, the guys over at Countdown City Geek Cast, they really – watch a lot of these pre-screener movies and they watch a whole lot of movies just about every week and for them to say hey this is a really good film it, it did the the, Bu- the blue beetle justice gives me high hopes man because i had high expectations for this film again latino representation on the screen it's good for the younger generation to see somebody that looks like them talks like them and also has the same family dynamic because they were saying that the inclusion of the typical Mexicano family that's very embarrassing at times mm. is on full display here. So I'm really interested to see how that dynamic is portrayed on the big screen. So either way, I'm excited about watching it this week. And what about you? I'm I'm excited. I think we're going to try to watch it uh, this week. And if not this week, I'm definitely watching it next week. But what's kind of funny is I, I texted a buddy of mine who does movie reviews and he actually lives in New York and he got to see it early as well. He got early screening yeah. and he's, He's not of Hispanic descent, but he's like, I loved it so much. He's like, basically, it's not a, it's a greater version of, remember, Chapulín? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, just, it's it's awesome. He goes, that's the last, and I tell him, that's the last superhero I think us, you know, us Hispanic folk actually have was Chapulín. Oh, man. And that's what I was trying to think of earlier. I mean, I got Speedy Gonzalez and all that. And yeah, Tim Gonzalez, time for time for lunch, Joe. It's time for lunch. No, man, I have late lunch because I, I, I work in the evenings, bro. So like after this show, as soon as I, I kick Rudy out of the studio, yeah, I'm going back. You see all the stuff in the background? Yeah. That, that's not there just for looks, bro. That's where I work. <laughs> I work from home. I got like two laptops there, keyboards, the whole thing. So I'm doing dual duty, man. Like I'm doing my job while I'm side hustling and I'm doing producing, you know, audio video producing for various other outlets as well. So I got my hustle on, man. So from like 1.30 up until like 10, 11, 12, sometimes one in the morning, I'm, I'm locked in and I'm working. Rudy knows this, dude. I work yeah. a lot. Yeah, you do. I, I same here. I have to work a lot. So I can get my $300 paycheck at the end of the week. You know, it's not, I can't make any bets with Christopher Leha because I don't make $500 bets. Hell no, nothing like that, man. But hey, you got football coming up preseason this weekend, preseason week number two. You've got Blue Beetle happening. You've got, you know, college football is right around the corner. We're getting ready. Can UTSA upset Tennessee? Can the Longhorns upset Bama? I've made some pretty bold statements. 
if you got bold statements to contact us, hit us up on Twitter at two shots podcast or Joe Garcia at sweep the league for Rudy Campos Jr. This guy right here. Hey, Joe, it's been fun. Tomorrow is another MJ Acquired Taste podcast, and I probably will be in here if you'll have me back. I, I might be back in here for the yeah. Friday fun day edition of the podcast because uh, I'm going to need to be held, Joe. I'm <laughs> going to need to be held with football coming up and with, you know, Spurs season coming up. I think it's going to be a tough Spurs season. I'm going to be, I'm going to need to be held like a fart on the first date uh, easily. I'm hold it in until that. you get to the car. Hold it in. Yeah, I'm going to need to be held like that. But hey, thank you to all our sponsors, MJ Acquired Taste Podcast. Till we see you guys again tomorrow, Joe, you have a good Thursday. Don't work too hard. I'm going to try not to work too hard. We'll be back tomorrow. Rudy Campos Jr., Joe Garcia. See you guys then. See you guys later. Have a good, have a good one, fellas. We're out. Peace.